Listen, this is just a uh, it's 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 why the NFL owns the offseason as well, right? Yep. Because the future of the franchise over the next few years is when you're going to find a quarterback. It doesn't mean it's right now. And ask some of these teams that thought they'd found theirs and have had to move on within a year or two or three, right? Um, Giants are trying to figure out their future. Giant uh, Jets, they took top quarterbacks in the top five, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they're like, mm-hmm. no, we need Aaron Rodgers. This guy's not going to work. And, you know, the the Redskins, sorry, the Commanders, sound like they may be ready to move on from what? Sam uh, Howell, right? Uh, As or, they should, uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. They're not giving him much of a shot. But my point is, just because we find a quarterback that's not Desmond Ritter doesn't mean we've found our next quarterback. However, the question is, with a quarterback draft this deep, do you sit tight, go get, you know, a pass rusher at eight, maybe the second round you talk about the Bo Nixes and Michael Penix of the world, which could happen, right? Or J.J. McCarthy. I don't think many of those, you know, I don't know that they're getting out of the first round, those guys, right? And, and it's just, it's going to be fascinating to see, or do you, you know, hit your wagon to Russell Wilson, which is one of the conversations. So here's Steve Weish talking about the draft, what the Falcons may need to do yesterday on Dukes and Bell. I, I was told even before we had Terry on the show that they were going to be aggressive going to get their quarterback. So to me, the aggression is moving up in the draft to get a guy they like. Now, are you going to be able to get one of the top three teams to come off the pick because they all need quarterbacks? So what does that mean? It probably means getting up to four where Arizona is just so nobody can leapfrog you if they decide to do that. I don't think someone like Justin Fields or Kirk Cousins is the first option. I don't know. I don't have any science that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Fontenot sure didn't make me feel like that was the case. I think all things are on the table, though. I think they understand they've got a roster that is playoff worthy. They just got to upgrade a quarterback. Again, my first First inclination is that they're going to go out and try to get a young guy, but if that doesn't work, then maybe they make a move for a veteran if one's available. All right, so I, I, I don't need to hear the whole thing. I, I, I get it. Okay, so your thought? Okay, on- not my thought. I'm reading P- Peter King, who, by the way, announces yesterday one of the greatest journalists of all time. Journalist of all time. Yeah. Uh, that he, with Sports Illustrated, thinks that the winds of change are now shifting with Chicago keeping Justin Fields. Okay. Keeping Justin Fields, trading the number one pick to the Commanders, who have the second pick, which would mean the Commanders now take Caleb. Caleb Williams, yeah. Okay, and then Chicago Bears trade the two pick to the eight spot with our Atlanta Fal- Falcons. So the Falcons would then get uh, the Bears. Excuse me, get the eighth pick, Atlanta second round pick, and then the first and round first and second of next year. So you get all that? Yeah, you like that? To, to Does that entice you? So that would mean Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Yeah, I mean it, that that's the kind of bold move if you believe in Jaden Daniels, you're going to have to make. Chicago ends up with the 8th pick in the draft. Chicago gets another first rounder next year. Chicago gets a second rounder this year. Chicago gets a second rounder next year. They continue to build around Justin Fields and we are taking a roll of the dice on Jane Daniels or Drake May. Okay. I mean that that makes sense. You can't yep. you can't miss at the quarterback. I agree. I don't think that they look at Justin Fields as a guy they want to be spending hundreds of millions of dollars over the next five years. 
I don't think that my gut is that Raheem and Terry Fontenot, that's the quarterback they're looking for. They want a drop-back passer that can that is not relying on his legs quite as much. Most of the success to Justin Fields is his athleticism. So, yeah, I mean, or, or I mean, it's just a lot to give up. You still haven't solved a pass rush, but it doesn't matter. If you don't solve quarterback, it doesn't matter. You have, you have to get it right. Yeah. You have to get the quarterback right. So here's right. the question on Russell Wilson, who's talking about playing for a minimum, trying to win a title. If you look at the roster, it is a young roster, right? Mm-hmm. And seven or eight years ago, you say, okay, Russ is a leader of that roster. Well, he had a young roster in Denver for the most part. A lot of those guys weren't buying in. So this is where Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson and everyone there, they've got to really have a pulse on the character of their locker room. Like, is Russ perfect? Like, they don't need him to lead because they've got guys there who can do that. Jesse Bates, maybe. I, I don't know. But – you know, again, that's where you just have to say which is the perfect guy to come in here who can who can not only just play, but who can also get us over the hump because you just want to get to the playoffs or do you want to contend with upcoming teams like Detroit, Green Bay, San Francisco's not going anywhere. So that's what you also have to factor, you know, into all of this as well. Listen, I don't know. Russell Wilson's not the leader of this team. He's not coming to Atlanta to be the leader. That's Grady Jarrett or Jesse Bates. Or, you know, some at some point, maybe Bijan down the line. So I don't I don't know that that, that it may be a stopgap, Sandra. I it don't definitely know. is a stopgap. Right. So, like, how much do you love Jaden Daniels? How much do you love Drake May? I, I don't believe. I would say to the Jets, how much did you love Zach Wilson? I would say, you know, we talked about. Meaning what? It didn't work. So, Two-thirds of the 2021 quarterback class didn't work so meaning, out of the top don't, three. Don't tr- it's just a huge risk. You better risk. be one. You, you're I, no I way going to be 100% I, I don't see them passing. But Terry Fontenot is going to hang his hat on, I'm getting Drake Mayer, Jane Daniels. That will be his legacy. I, I think you're right that he wants that. Yep. I think Caleb Williams is going at one. I don't agree with whatever report that was. Whatever report says. Peter that King. That's pretty reliable. I mean, to go they, one, nobody, no, he's going one to the nobody commanders. Nobody knows though. anything. Nobody, I mean, like, that's fine. Uh, Caleb Williams is going number one in my eyes. Some of them think he's the best quarterback prospect in a decade. Better than Trevor Lawrence, by the way. More more tools uh, in terms of coming out of the draft. So we'll see. It's going to be fascinating to watch. And by the way, our guest yesterday from Chicago said he thinks it's happened in the next four or five days, Yeah, the Justin Fields decision. He was fantastic, by the way. And him talking about how good Justin Fields, he's a five-tool player, but the biggest one tool, tool he doesn't have <laughs> is throwing. that he's not an accurate pass. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, that's like saying she's the she's the greatest woman in the world. She has everything, but she's a raging alcoholic that likes to cheat on me. Other than that, I love she her. She is perfect. She does everything right. She's a great chef, makes a great grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs>